Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Heat Wave. 32 teams in 32 days, breaking down every single fantasy-relevant player on each team for the upcoming season. Today, we are going to be focusing on the defending champion, Los Angeles Rams. I am your host, the fantasy plug, Tim Petropolis, EIC of BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Broto app. I am joined by my brother, Jason, the true, true value king and director of operations at Broto, Matt Ward, the dynasty Don, the fantasy encyclopedia himself and lead writer at Broto, and of course, the genius of fantasy, Broto lead data analyst and the developer of the Fantasy Football by Broto app, Santiago Casanova. Speaking of that app, Download the Fantasy Football by Broto app for free today to get every tool you need to become your own expert and dominate fantasy football. Every stat you hear us use today can be found on the app where there are fantasy player cards, which on the front is a player profile of their athletic profile, and then the back is every single fantasy relevance that you need. Really, everything you need to do research on a paper, on a player, in one card. Fantasy player grades, Broto, which is a Broto exclusive. Usage charts, start sit tool. Who to draft tool, player comps, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, podcasts, rankings, waivers, and every single stat you need, including advanced stats and Broto exclusive stats, true throw value, true target value, true performance value, adjusted air yards, and true matchup ranking. My personal favorite. The app is free because of our patrons over at patreon.com slash Fantasy. Thank you so much to the patrons. We, uh, You guys are keeping the lights on, for real. Uh, join now to support the show, the app, and join the best community in the world. For as little as $3 a month, you get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to Broto Leagues. Does your league suck? This will not. It is the greatest. Well, I'm in a dynasty startup right now with these people, and I'm. it's literally, I wrote today, this is my favorite draft of all time. Proven DFS cash game optimizers, access to cheat sheets, private team consultations, the most unique fantasy league in the world. Oh man, I can't wait to make that announcement to the patrons and access to the greatest community in the world and not just the fantasy world, the Broto community on Discord. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the app, please consider joining. Your contributions go a long way. Today, we are jumping into the LA Rams, baby. The, the champs. Uh, you know, this is, I, I've talked too much in a row. I want to I see what, what's, what's good with you guys before we get into these, these, these Rams. How you guys feeling today? You guys ready to get started? Yeah, I'm fired up. I'm feeling, I was going to come up with a Ram pun. I couldn't figure it out. Rambunctious. Horny? Feeling well, horny? I, <laughs> Ram. I, was, I was excited to have Jason here up until that flounder of a moment. <laughs> Bro, can I get rambunctious though? Could I? Could I? Could I get a little? Yeah, little no, like now? it was right there on the table Hit for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with these guys, uh, if you want to see us, if you want to see all these guys and how horny or rambunctious they are, um, <laughs> you can go to Broto. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, YouTube.com/slash Broto Fantasy. Again, we're more of an audio-focused and writing-focused uh, entity. But if you want us to stay on this video, uh, video format, if you like it. The way to do it is to keep pressing play, and we'll keep giving you what you want. Um, with that being said, let's get into these Rams and the offensive outlook. Uh, basically, the summary of what their coaching is going to look like and what their offense is going to look like. Head coach Sean McVay heading into his sixth season. Uh, Kevin O'Connell is now the right the Vikings head coach. He's been the offensive coordinator for the last two years. That position now goes to a guy named Liam Cohen. 
Leah Cohen was, was the assistant wide receiver coach for the Rams from 2018 to 2020. And then last year was the offensive coordinator for Kentucky in uh, college football. And he was in the top 30% in college scoring, uh, 34 out of 120 teams. Uh, last year, the Rams were seventh in points per game. They passed 51 point, uh, 59, excuse me, 0.1% of the time. That was in the top 10. So Sean McVay, one of those guys where it's hard to predict his offense every year because he can go and be the Todd Gurley coach McVay that we uh that makes Todd Gurley the best or he could be in the top 10 of passing that's you know he could he plays to his personnel and uh, according to PFF their O-line who lost Andrew Whitworth of course is ranked 11th their additions the big one wide receiver Allen Robinson a smaller one wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod the rookies they brought in was Tyrion Davis Price by the way first name Tyrion money if your first name's Tyrion, I, I, I fucks with you. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, third round and wide receiver Danny Gray, third round. Subtractions. Uh, these are big ones. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a new look for the Rams. Left tackle Andrew Whitworth, wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. The ice cream sandwich himself, wide receiver Robert Woods, and running back Sony Michelle. Uh, let's start with the quarterback. Right now, it, it looks as though we're not going to see any sort of Matt Stafford in the preseason whatsoever he's he's dealing with uh some stuff but he should be fine i'm not concerned he's a veteran matt stafford was a great fantasy quarterback last year he was one of the the leaders in true value if not the leader in true value uh true throw value how are we feeling about matt uh matt stafford and his ability to lead your team in fantasy again uh, just to confirm, he was the leader of True Throw Value last season. There you go. There you go. Uh, check out the True Value Olympics, a new article series that I just dropped for Brodo. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you should have any concerns about drafting Matt Stafford, especially at his cost. He's QB 11 um, going in the eighth round or, yeah, 84th, 84 overall. So uh, you shouldn't have any concerns. Um, leader in True Throw Value, he had essentially a career year, a career resurgence too after, you know, what was not the greatest end to his uh, Detroit tenure, but threw for 4,886 yards, 41 touchdowns, um, 8.1 yards per attempt. So that was a career high. He's still slinging it at a super high rate. So you don't have to worry about his arm strength. And, and like, we, we know who Matt Stafford is. Uh, he's not going to give you a ton of rushing upside, but at QB 11, that's kind of understood. And I, think his weapons are better this year if not or better than they are this year than they were last year um i really like Allen robinson i think cooper cup can is going to regress a little but can put up very similar numbers especially with a an outside threat so yeah i mean like i i feel really good <laughs> i don't think you should have any quarrels about drafting matt sort qb 11 I think Matt Stafford, I think the only thing with him is like, like you said, he's not going to have that rushing upside. So his, you know, his ceiling is capped at like quarterback six. You're not going to have one of the top half quarterbacks in the league, but you're going to have someone that you can count on. Someone that's going to put numbers up on the board. And uh, in the 11th round, that's someone that you could definitely draft and, and have a good time. Um, and speaking of having a good time, his wide receivers are going to have a good time because he is the true value king. Uh, and what that means, uh, true throw value, an exclusive Brodo stat is how, basically how much, how much, how many fantasy points is your throw worth? That's basically what we're trying to solve. And we solved it and it's true throw value. And Matt Stafford's balls were worth the most fantasy points. Every, (laughs) 
Pause. Every single time he threw the ball, it was worth the most fantasy points. So now the people who are going to take advantage of that are obviously Cooper Cup, who was one of the reasons why that was such a uh, situation. And the guy I really want to talk about, Allen Robinson. Because I think Cooper Cup, you know, you're taking him as a top three wide receiver. You're kind of taking that to the bank. I don't see any reason why you should think that Cooper Cup, like, should do you should you expect a historically great all-time season again? No. Should you ex- expect a very good to great fantasy season? Yes, just like Matt said. So I want to know about Allen Robinson. How are we feeling about these this wide receiver room in L.A.? I mean, you said it best. Uh, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. I don't think we're going to be seeing those uh, super incredible numbers. But I did a, a, a regression, quote-unquote, analysis on TDs, for example, for, for wide receivers comparing last season's predicted touchdowns to the real touchdowns. And Cooper Cup had a predicted, like uh, he had an insane 17 touchdowns last season, right? Which is pretty much unrepeatable. And what the prediction does is it gives you an idea whether they're going to go up or down next season. He had a predicted 12.2 touchdowns. So for the model to expect him to score 12 touchdowns is absolutely insane. And that's, not taking into account really uh, player talent. So if you think the player is better than the average, he's going to have more touchdowns than the prediction on, on average. So we can, I, I, I could still expect upwards of 14, 15 touchdowns for Cooper Cup, which is insane. Uh, historic, pretty much historic. So the repetition is probably not out of the question, I would mm-hmm. say. I love it. Uh, right now, he's not even wide receiver one in, in sleeper. He's wide receiver too, which is interesting. I think if you can draft him one, two, or three, you're you're golden. If it drops more, you're you're robbing people. But one's not out of the question either for me. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. One number, one through 12. I'm going to go through each one of you guys. So just each one of you give me one number. What's the earliest you would draft a wide receiver? This year? In this in like single QB, single QB, one one, one. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, one one. Okay. What are you talking uh-huh. about? Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, duh. <laughs> all right, we we're all we're all on the same page. I still wouldn't, I still wouldn't draft any of these wide receivers over Jonathan Taylor. I think you guys are bugging a little bit, but nah, bro. I, I, I would mean, do it at one you're, two you're, maybe. I, it, that all also depends on like if if you're really playing ADP and looking at roster build and board, you're much more likely to get a running back that can f- like land in the top five at the back end of the second than Jonathan Taylor to repeat his RB one season at one one. Especially like PPR, Taylor. PPR. I'm definitely going. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. Like Cooper Cup. Like you could the running back oh, that you get at two twelve chase. Yeah. All those three 100%. guys are kind of. I got no problem with taking one of those. And and I'm standing my up for the RB1 running backs. Is CMC, I'm standing up for so. the running backs. <laughs> Speaking, of, like, let's keep because he's going with these. Hold on, hold on. Because am I the only one, one here that is not in love with Alan Bernard Robinson the second? I don't know. No, I, I love him. About it. I I'm, I'm yeah. So I think he's a mid-range wide receiver too. Maybe I'm not. I'm not. I think he's it. being drafted at his ceiling. Like, why is everyone ignoring the fact that that motherfucker sucked whoa, last whoa, year? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He fucking sucked, guys. We're on YouTube like, now, tell man. Me you gotta... why, tell me why Allen Robinson didn't suck last year. Why did he get jumped by Darnell Mooney? I mean, I could see how he does. He just why? didn't really want to give his all last year. I could. He was hurt, and That's some he was in a contract and we're talking year. About a guy, 
but we've had this is a guy who's done this in his career. He's gone over 800 yards two out of the last five years. He's gone over seven, uh, six touchdowns once out of the last five years. This is a guy who just disappears. And it's entirely possible that he could have a 1,310 season again. But with Cooper Cup in town and a McVay offense that does like to run the ball, as Tim always points out, are we sure that Allen Robinson isn't just going to be that guy again? The guy who fails to reach 800 yards? The guy who fails to reach seven touchdowns? I'm out on Allen Robinson. I don't know why everyone is just assuming that he's going to be Matt Stafford's new guy. Just because he kind of rejuvenated OBJ. OBJ is better than Allen Robinson ever was. Oh, okay. Uh, Is better or was better? Like, uh, If you're comparing their peaks, I think Odell's peak was way better than Allen Robinson's peak. But uh, are we sure? Like, But is 2021 uh, OBJ so much better than... 2021 Allen Robinson. What did Allen Robinson do in 2021? What did OBJ do in 2021? He went to the Rams and became a good player. Uh, uh, exactly. In the play. That's exactly what I'm expecting. Oh, hey, hey, hey that that's that's how oh, bar. I got something Cash, for hold you. On. No, because the, the OBJ's a better player. He's that's exactly what he's, all right. Cass, what are you expecting out of Allen Robinson? Let the let the wide receiver man talk wide receivers. All that <laughs> shit I just said said. I do not think Allen Robinson is being drafted where she, he should be drafted. He's going a little early for me. Okay. Wide receiver 24 ADP on sleeper is a little steep for a guy that we haven't seen. Like, like last year, he was terrible. He, he had like an F true fantasy grade. Like to the, if you check the true burrow grades, that's an F. However, if you do, like if you go two years back, he was uh, 10th, like wide receiver 10 in points per game. He had a 24.5 target share. And to see such a steep decline last year is just kind of unprecedented because he's not that old. He like I can I I that situation was just bad for him. Bad coaching, bad quarterback play, bad everything. So if you bring him to a McVay offense with uh Matthew Stafford, I don't expect him to be wide receiver 10, not even wide receiver 24. But uh he he has uh low end wide receiver two upside, and I, I think he's being drafted a little high, but uh, around real price i i think both the hype and the hate are unwarranted alan robinson is gonna, gonna be 29 in one month so that's young for a wide not, receiver yeah too. not but not a spring chicken i mean not young not but just not dying also his eighth right? season <laughs> came into the league yeah but, but like alan robinson has played in 16 games in four four times in his career the missed an entire season due to an injury essentially and though in all of those 16 games played 151 targets 150 targets 153 targets 151 targets that's yeah. not gonna happen this year like what, what yeah, yeah but, uh, that was, that's why he's not being no. drafted in the top 10 yeah. But you know, exactly. like why and he's last capable. Year, of. And last year, he, he sure he missed some games, but his per game targets were not on that level at all. Yeah, but uh, Cass is right. For such a steep drop off in career target share of somebody Either that consistently earns over twenty idiots. Yeah, or, which I don't really. Th- or we can I don't expect think a little dust. bit of a bounce back. Right. So, That's what I mean. So, Cass- and, I, and I, I, the argument is just for to kind of, I guess, to you know, calm down the hate because I I agree with Cass and Jason. Wide receiver 24 is right around that. Like, okay, if I'm doing that, I probably already have two wide receivers already. Yeah, you don't want him as number two. Two, exactly. 
exactly. I'm not drafting him as my wide receiver too. That would depend on roster build. And that is essentially what his ADP is indicating for the majority of people. They are relying on him to be their wide receiver too. So that's a, but I do think Allen Robinson is a much better player right now than we saw last season. So if you want to get into these, we're talking about snap percentages and all that. And if you want to get into these snap percentages and you want to get them easily, for me, I know that snap percentages were one of the hardest stats to find on a page that wasn't like, uh, like it's just so hard to find. But on the Brodo app, it's so easy. So Cass, why don't you take them through the Brodo tip of the day and the all-encompassing game logs? I mean, yeah, the game logs are are like you said, all encompassing to to a degree because you get all the little nuggets of information you need for uh, for a player in this exact same in in the same spot, right? So you have you can select a player. Which, by the way, the magic happened again. I did not select Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson got selected by the app, so we got a little magic. magic. It's yeah. also yeah. like a little voodoo, and we so should talk aware. about Van. We will when we come back, but uh, <laughs> you can select the player of the season and then you get a breakdown of every single week. And what, what this is their PPR finish. And there's you can when you click on the week, you get their snap percentage, standard points, half points, PPR points, and then all the stats they had that week rushing, receiving, uh, fumbles. Well, not rushing for wide receivers in this case. And you can also get game information, so who it was against, the, the score. And at the bottom, a summary of the entire season with snap percentage, points, stats, and their fantasy finish. So it's all-encompassing. You know, a lot of the things on Brodo is exclu- are exclusive, but this one's not exactly exclusive. You get game logs other other places. The best part of this is, is that it gives you the, the fantasy points in all three formats, and the most important, it gives you the wide receiver number that they finished. If I got to tell you how much time in my life I've spent on the Yahoo app, on the game logs, counting the number of freaking tight ends and to get to number oh the hue is tight end 23 like oh my god the, the amount of times i've done that and the game logs are, are great just for that uh just for that feature no one else does that feature uh let's talk about van jefferson before we move on to the running backs then uh matt you wanted to mention van, van jefferson talk to us bro Oh, I think Van Jefferson sucks. <laughs> oh, okay, so so basically, we do not have to talk about Van Jefferson. He's gonna be no, like, a, he's gonna be. I think there's gonna well, be a lot of the are, same. I mean, he's he has an ADP, especially in best ball, and because we don't have the 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 mic here to talk about it, I kind of want to touch on it because we've been touching on best ball a lot. So it was in my head to bring that up. His best ball ADP, I think, is ludicrous. Um, he's going as you know in, in the top uh, fifty wide receivers in some drafts, and I, I think that's absolutely insane. Vans, he has been the product of essentially what we talked about. And it was just a product of the fact that Matthew Stafford delivers the most valuable pass in the NFL. So when he's getting five targets and which is, you know, a ridiculously low ceiling of targets to expect consistent fantasy production. But when he gets five targets and levies all five of those targets into receptions, they're really valuable because Matthew Stafford is who he is. It's not a product of Van Jefferson being able to command that many targets consistently or being able to get that many receptions. He's he's going to give you a spike week, not even multiple. I feel like, like Van that, that's yeah. it, though. On, on Sleeper, he, he has a bit of a lower ADP. He's wide receiver 68. And for what he gets you, that's not terrible, honestly. He he's the number three option, eh, debatable number four maybe. 
on the Rams receiving wise. And mm. he'll get you like like he averaged 9.1 points per game, which is not great, but that's also like not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, so, and Allen Robinson's injury prone. And so there's there's a world where Van Jefferson becomes a fantasy viable player. Yeah, I don't uh, hate it. But, I don't hate him at ADP. But if, if everything right. stays the same, now if I, I mean, if, I mean, it's not a guy. Yes, yeah, not a guy that I'm I'm going to be actively searching out. No. Nah. Uh, one guy that a bunch of people might be actively searching out is Kim Makers. Cam Akers is one of the more interesting cases for me, and I see everyone kind of have the same reaction. And this is that's because the Brodo, the Brodo, just like we're we're not Cam Akers guys. We, you know, let's get into it. I, I'm Matt. I know you got the the your running backs on this uh, section, right? I, I right. Well, I think it's uh. I am no, Mr. I mean, I was, oh, yeah, Jason, was Jason, Jason, running running back. Back. my bad. Jason, sorry, yeah, I know, I know, I love, I, I, I closed that tab by accident. <laughs> Jason, um, what, uh, talk to us, how are you feeling about Cam Akers? I, uh, I don't hate Cam Akers, man. And wow, maybe, everyone, uh, everyone else does, yeah. I guess since I haven't been on the podcast in a little bit, you thought everyone on Brodo hated him. Uh, But he's running back 15 right now, and there's some value there, man, because it is worth noting that he was awful last year. I won't curse about how awful he was because we're on YouTube now. All right, Dad, Tim. Um, But he looked really bad in the playoffs. He had a yards per carry less than three. The thing is, though, in those games, 95% of his yards came after contact. He played the Niners twice. He played the Bucks. Those were two very good rush defenses at, defenses at the end of the year. The thing that stands out to me is that he played 81% of the snaps. He came back from injury, a torn Achilles, and played 81% of the snaps. Dude, you know who didn't come back from injury and play 81% of the snaps? The only other running back on the team that's worth mentioning, Daryl Henderson. Even though Daryl Henderson played well when he was the starter last year. So Sean McVay clearly wants to feed this guy named Cam Akers. And I know he's dealing with an injury that no one's ever really come back effectively from. But Sean McVay, as Tim likes to say, the best offenses in the league are still run first offenses. They also have great quarterbacks, Tim. But Sean McVay does love to run the ball. And if there's a guy on the Rams getting 75% of the snaps or more, then he can easily be an RB1. So while I don't, like I'm concerned about Cam Akers injury. He would be being drafted higher if he didn't return last year and didn't look so bad in the playoffs. I think the one I think thing he'd worried... be a top 12 running back pick right now. And I mean, I'd be even more mad at it. Yeah. I know Matt's the encyclopedia and I know he's got stats of, like just ready to. Yeah. Go I, I've got something. I, I do have something very specific yeah. for Cam so, Akers yeah, ready so tell, for this. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to the people. Cause I think you're about to well tell them what I was going to say anyway. Something that we've talked about on other episodes and, and Jason makes a really good point. It, it, if he is going, if you think that Cam Akers is really going to be able to take that amount of volume and sustain that amount of volume, because it's not just 80% of the snaps, he's going to need an 80% opportunity share. We're talking about, he needs 320 touches because before he tore his Achilles, even in that six week stretch that everybody loves as a rookie, those games are included because before that, he only had 37 total touches in the NFL before those last six weeks when he broke out. So before tearing his Achilles, points per opportunity, 72nd. Points per opportunity, excluding touchdowns, 51st. Yards per touch, 38th. Rushing yards over expected per attempt, 23rd. True yards per carry, 57th. Juke rate, 44th yards created per touch 51st expected points 151st he's not good 
Yo, I love animated you know, Matt Sonny. Guess who's you know you know who else height, wasn't good, bro? Like two years Najee ago, Najee Harris. <laughs> Najee Harris, it's, like, it's, he was our RB one. Like saying Johnson, needs, but he ended as an RB one. He needs three hundred touches, and if you think that Cam Akers is going to sustain three hundred touches in this offense, then one hundred percent draft him and draft him at RB sixteen because that's roughly around where he's going. I, yeah, if you're I think, waiting on if you're waiting on running back and you have two wide receivers and Cam Akers is there and you need a running back and you're chasing upside, I don't hate it. Just grab Daryl no, Henderson. I, Lee I do two. agree, but it, it's going to be a volume play. He's not as efficient and good I and do as hate explosive it, as everybody thinks. Yo, he tore his Achilles. Are, are we ignoring that part? This was before his Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Does he have menisci? That is a good point. Like before his Achilles in that hot six weeks, he was below the 30th percentile in every category. Plus an Achilles. And now he's got it. Did you bring out the medical journals today, Cass, or no? I did not because we all know Achilles are are bad. But there, uh, I do have a little bit of something. There is a brand new procedure that that Kevin Durant got it. He was one of the first athletes, and Cam Akers got it and had the rehabilitation process kind of even more tuned in. So it is a brand new procedure. It's a super small incision now. Like they don't have to open you up wide, so you can heal super quickly from it. And I do think that it's going to kind of start going in the way that ACLs used to be career enders and then guys would struggle with efficiency before all of the rehab and everything got like tuned in. And now you just see guys bounce back in 11 months at their, at their peak still. Um, I do think it's probably going in that direction, but I don't know that we can count on like the second guy ever to be that guy. And I don't know. Like I want to mention, I think this procedure is what allowed him to even come back last year. And, and then, I think it's going to allow him to be an NFL running back, even an NFL starting running back. But And that's just impressive in its own right. But to be uh, a top 20 back in the league, that's uh, that's 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 saying a lot. I want to mention Daryl Henderson because I feel like he doesn't get nearly enough love. And I feel like if you're going to get that Achilles surgery, like then you know there's a chance that um, all the bitch-assness that rubbed off on Kevin Durant might rub off on you. I hope not. That doesn't go off of Kevin uh, at Kevin uh, but you know, I thought that is one thing that's concerning, but Daryl Henderson, like he, this guy continues to be mad productive in this offense. And then Sean, it's always the same story with him. He's good. He's good. And then Sean McVay is like, no, no more. I must start another running back over you, no matter who it is, whether it's Sony Michelle or whether it's K makers. So I think he's a great, he's a great, uh, handcuff still, uh, cause Sony Michelle's not there anymore, but you know, I think he's, he's nothing more than a handcuff shouldn't be treated that way. Uh, tight ends. Tyler Higby. That's it. That's my that's my entire. Uh, <laughs> I mean, man, entire- you gave me tight ends. You gave me tight ends for for the Rams to cover, and it's like I don't need to cover them because linebackers yep. and defensive linemen can. Oh, talk to him. <laughs> like, it's really like I'm. I don't. Man, just don't draft Tyler Higby. <laughs> like, I mean, this please. Ma- this makes up for the all the time we spent on wide receivers. All right, I'll uh, say. Uh, oh, if you don't believe go. in Allen Robinson, there you go. If you don't believe in Allen Robinson, someone else has to catch passes. So you are think you are you on the top? Just Higby like a here, what? dart throw. Like, Yo, cast him as your starting tight end, but I can see Tyler Higby being relevant. Yo, Cass, can we throw the throwback uh, Rams logo up in that corner? Oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's throw that. Let's throw that throwback Rams. Oh logo fire! Oh there yeah. it is. Yeah, there you go. Uh. Yeah, that's the like that's a throwback. The gold to Tyler Higby also being good. 
Hey, but I mean, I see, I see what you're, I see <laughs> what you're saying. I do see what you're saying, Jason. I do. He is a he could be a dart throw tight end, but I feel like yeah, he could like be a good dart throw tight end. Is, is the, right like, is yeah. the same sentence you could say for every single tight end, um, right. probably except Chris Herndon ever. All right, um, let's go with the bold predictions. Cass, you're up first. What's your bold prediction, sir? My bold prediction, uh, Cam Akers. Outside top twenty-four running backs. Oh, yes. can I just piggyback? Spicy. Can I just hop on? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh yeah. I mean that that would have been that would have been it. I don't even think that's that that is that spicy <laughs> either. Um, if yeah. You talk okay. To Jason, well, I'll, maybe it I'll is go with the more, I want to go more positive one. Um, on the upside swing, I guess we're just beating down Jason today because I think Allen Robinson will pay off at ADP. Okay. Okay. Jason, I, maybe that's not bold enough. Wide receiver 15. You see Jason's face right there. This is what Jason was thinking in his head. I had to go bold, boys. Come yeah, on, my, my bold prediction is Allen Robinson outside of the top 36. Wow. 36. All right, so I'll go wide receiver Also 18. very possible. Oh, honestly. There you go. Both equally possible. Yeah, it's true, man. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go positive because you guys are taking the negative train. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup ends the year wide receiver 2. Just short of wide receiver one. How is that possible? Bold, bro. Because you should what? have said he breaks his. You should have said he, bold prediction. I'm going to be positive. He breaks all of his records from last season. Uh, I I, I got a prediction. Cooper Cup is good. I'm I'm yeah. more, <laughs> I'm hanging my exactly. hat on CD Lamb this year. I think CD Lamb is going to be my uh, my ride or die this year. I wrote an article about him. I got him in Dynasty. I'm I'm all about. I'm on the CD Lamb train uh, right now. Um. Anyway, so I can't really. Ram. Yeah. What? What? What are you, what are you talking about, bro? I'm, I'm because, lost. I can't say I can't say Cup is going to be one because that's going to be my hot take. Is C D Lamb is going to be number ah, one? Ah. I already ah. had that hot take in the Cowboys episode. So. Ah. Yeah. There you go. I can't double up on hot takes. Then, then I'm just, then I'm just like uh, hot cakes. You know, you can flip me any way you want. Uh. Anyway. Uh. That was kind of bars, right? That right, was uh, bars. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Brodo FF Tim. If you want the bars, uh, Brodo FF Casanova for the smoothest man in the industry. Uh, Psych Ward FF for Mr. Matt Ward. Uh, at, uh, still, animated Matt is my favorite. Is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I get the, and then I get hyped. finally at Brodo FF Jason for the most special of the guests. <laughs> Jason, you can follow at Brodo FF Mike. He's on a plane to Greece right now, right? Uh, he leaves in 17 minutes. Bro, I gotta, I gotta text him. Good luck. All right, I'm gonna do that in in between uh, these broadcasts. Tomorrow we're gonna come back to you with the. Who do you guys want to do next? Want to do Niners? Niners. How much you want to bet? Sure. Tim does not do the Niners after this break. I have a, I have a bad streak, but I'm gonna tomorrow do we're doing a different one. Nah, nah, we got this. Uh, Jason, I, I see what you're doing. Later. Later. <laughs>